Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Vuktel, and the host of this brief guide to Melbourne. One of the city's best bakeries, to be frank, has a new location south of the river. It's serving up loaded focaccias and hazelnut babka, as well as the slow-fermented breads and pastries that have made it such a popular location in Collingwood. But before that, we're heading north to a new daytime diner. A new Brunswick breakfast spot is inspired by America's West Coast diner scene, and that means stacked pancakes, crisp, crisp bacon, and booths in a diner-like setting. Audrey Payne, our food and drink editor, is here to tell us all about it. Welcome, Audrey. You spent quite a bit of time in the US, as did I. We know diners. We love diners. Why do you think diners are such a special and time-honoured place to eat and spend time? They're just reliable. You know what you're going to get. They're usually open pretty late, if not 24 hours. And, you know, you have your classics. You know, you can usually get eggs. You can usually get decent pancakes, ice cream, soup. (laughs) I think the reliability is something that is so nice. It's reassuring. It's like you get to a certain point in the day, again, whether that's breakfast or lunch or dinner, you know what you want to order and you know what you want Mm -hmm. and you know it'll be on the diner menu. And again, the reassurance or the reliability of the space you're encountering. Yeah. It's everything's wiped down. It's easy to clean. You know, you can slip right into that booth. Mm -hmm. And what I love about a diner personally is it's the kind of place you can go in and out of, like really super quick, but you can also linger there. The diner will not kick you out. The diner will not say, hey, sorry, we've got another table waiting. Mm -hmm. The diner is your lounge room. Yeah. (laughs) With refillable coffee and generally like pretty excessively priced meals. Mm -hmm. I heard that Lord essentially wrote her second album melodrama in a New York diner and they didn't kick her out. (laughs) It makes sense. So let's talk about Walrus, which is Melbourne's newest diner Mm -hmm. in Brunswick. It feels a little bit more intimate than the kind of diners you'd find overseas, which are big spaces. This one seems petite Mm -hmm. and quite polished. Yeah. I think it's definitely... A Melbourne spin on a US diner. As you said, a lot more polished than what you might expect just stumbling across one in the States. It hits a lot of the similar notes. As you said, the booze, wipe down Laminex tables, kind of a long curved bar you can perch up at. But the art on the walls is, you know, really cool photography. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a sense of design to this place that might not be applicable to some of the old school diners you'd find overseas. Let's get to the menu here because Mm -hmm. that is, I think, such a draw card. And readers absolutely loved this story. And it's because you can get pancakes in this city. But the pancakes are probably, for lack of a better word, a bit gourmet. Mm -hmm. These are just give me a stack of pancakes drenched in maple syrup. Yeah. So talk, talk us through the menu. Yeah, sure. So like you said, there are pancakes and they're nothing fancy. It's a pancake. It comes with whipped butter and maple syrup. And if you want to be really American and get into that kind of salty sweet thing, there's the really crisp bacon. So definitely American style bacon, which is really just, you can really cook it. It's not like the Canadian or British bacon that you tend to find more in um, Australian cafes. This Uh, stuff is, of course, you can get crispy bacon around Melbourne. Mm -hmm. But as you said, the American style lends itself to being cooked like that. Yeah, it's made, I believe, with pork belly, so it's fattier and then it gets crisper. They also have omelettes, that, you know, classic white bread toasted with a sunny side up egg on it. Yeah, really solid drip coffee, 
see that in movies a lot. It's always fun to drink. You're not going in there for a latte or an espresso. This is yeah. filter coffee only? You can get a latte or an espresso, but if you want the full experience, I would recommend getting the drip coffee. Tell us about the operators and they're basically where the idea came from. Yeah. Um, one of them is named Miles Davis. The other one is Jack. Um, Miles Davis is his real name. So I feel like maybe Walrus was, you know, written in the stars or something. And they were just inspired by trips that they'd both taken to the States over the years, um, especially the diners on the West Coast, um, less so the East Coast, to open Walrus. They felt like Melbourne maybe needed something that was a little bit less gourmet. Yeah. So you've got the diner classics that you would find at a West Coast diner and a New York diner, Mm -hmm. a a lot of different diners, but there's also some elements on the menu that are taken out of diners but still in US style dining institutions. Ah, yes. Yes. So talk us through, first let's do the New York style bodega sandwiches Mm -hmm. and then we will get finally to the Texas French toast, which sounds incredibly decadent and delicious. <laughs> so you lived in New York. Did you have a go-to bodega order? No. I, to be honest, <laughs> I was a bit of a bagel gal. Yeah. Like okay. I, I loved a bodega sandwich mm-hmm. or a hoagie, but I was always like, well, the bagel shop's next door yeah. with a smoked salmon. So that's- it's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't like smoked salmon, so I was more of a bodega girly. And I didn't know this word before I moved to the States, but a ba- bodega is almost like a milk bar, but a lot of the time they'll also have like a sandwich station a kind of a classic order would be a bacon, egg and cheese. You can also get a sausage, egg and cheese. Um, and Walrus has those two items on the menu. You can get a vegetarian as well if you want. Um, but yeah, classic kind of. I've had a big night. It's a little bit later in the day than I would like it to be and I need a big coffee and a bacon, egg and cheese. Yeah, and I can't deal with anything that's got too many ingredients. Just no. give me the basics. Yeah. Let's finish up with my friend, the Texas French toast. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you just describe what makes French toast in Texas different to regular French toast? Yeah, the adage, everything is bigger in Texas is true. Like it's essentially French toast, but the um, bread is just sliced a lot thicker than you would typically find. Yeah. There's also some lunch options. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your tuna salad sandwich, mm-hmm. prime diner style lunch, mm-hmm. the George Costanza favourite, the tuna from memory. Uh, And you've also got, you know, a BLT. You've got a cheeseburger and fries. So, again, like just really like expected classics that Mm -hmm. any time of day, hangovers especially, but any time of day they'll work. And I have to just because I am who I am mention that they also have different pies and not the like Australian meat pies. They have sweet pies. Talk us through the sliced sweet pies you can get at Walrus. I guess a lot of people are familiar with sweet pies because of, pop culture but they're almost like tarts with a crust on top so at walrus they're going to have specials so when we did the story they had a cherry pie on offer but yeah just a solid kind of slice that you can eat i say any time of day and extremely american pecan pie i think was another thing pecan was on pie, the menu. yeah but the cherry the cherry pie is very twin peaks and there are mm. elements i think in this space of a kind of twin peaks-esque diner it's just an elevated, cinematic style of diner. You'll find Walrus at 312 Sydney Road in Brunswick. It opens Tuesday till Friday, 7.30am till 3pm and on weekends, 8pm until 3pm. The couple behind one of Melbourne's best bakeries, Collingwood's To Be Frank, has opened their second outpost, this time south of the river. The new Elstonwick location is serving up fan favourites from the original store, as well as savoury and sweet specials that you can only find Southside. 
Broadsheets Ruby Harris visited the shop and is here to share the highlights. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you. Yes, I've visited, I think, too many times since they've only opened <laughs> for a week ago. But yeah, very happy to have them south side now. So am I. So the new, to be frank, as you said, it hadn't even been open for a week, but it sounds like the fans have arrived en masse. Yeah, absolutely. So Franco and Lauren, who were the couple and genius brains behind To Be Frank, said that in the weeks leading up, you know, they were there every night testing things out, making sure everything worked and people were just popping their heads in, asking when they were going to be open, getting very excited. And yeah, since they opened, it's it looks like it's been packed pretty much nonstop. Um, a lot of pastries have been selling out by, you know, mid-morning. Um, so the response from the neighbourhood has been great. So the original, To Be Frank, isn't that easy to find. I mean, if you know where to look, it is, but it's basically in a back street. It's set back from the road that the actual shop is. Uh, It's kind of, you know, tucked between Johnson and Smith streets and there's, you know, two buildings. You could easily walk past it if you weren't looking. But the new store on Riddell Parade at Nelstonwick is different. Yes, this store is massive. It's quite a lot bigger than the Fitzroy store and it's got these beautiful glass windows out the front and the pastry chefs are working their magic in the windows. So that straight away attracts you because, you know, you want to go in and see what they're making. Um, And, yeah, when you walk in, it's this beautiful, bright store. It's opposite this cute little park right near the train station as well in Elstonwick. And, yeah, I think it really catches your eye a lot more. And I think that's also why it's just been packed. I think all the locals are like, what is this new place and what are they making in those windows? Now, inside it looks like it's very wood-clad. looks really warm. Is Is that the right impression? Those beautiful timber finishes from the Collingwood store have come over to Elstonwick. And when you walk in, you know, you're greeted straight away by beautiful, fresh bread, beautiful pastries. Um, They're doing coffee as well, which is always very good. And yeah, it's such a bright, nice feeling in there. So let's get to the menu. Of course. There's a few items that are known and loved by fans at the original and they have come across. So can you just tell us about some of those? Yeah. So most of the breads have come across. Um, They don't use sourdough. If you're not familiar with To Be Frank, they use a slow fermented grain method. So yeah, all the favorites have come across. My favorite is the rye with caraway seed bread. That so, is gr- that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend picking that up on a weekend morning. Um, a lot of the pastries have come across. Um, they have a really beautiful focaccia that's come across, but then there's some new exciting specials and favorites that are just for Elstonwick. So let's start with the loaded focaccias, which you can only get at Elstonwick. They sound so good. Yes, they look amazing. I think that's on my hit list for this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, fans of the Collingwood store will be familiar. They have a rosemary and sea salt focaccia, which is unbelievable. At Elstonwick, they're doing loaded focaccia. So there's a prosciutto one, there's a pear and walnut one, and they're going to be doing different specials. So that's just what they're starting with, and there'll be different flavours to come. There was a three cheese with garlic that you also mentioned in your story, which yes. was the one that I thought, oh, I feel like that'll be good. Sounds simple, but they probably do it so well. Yeah. When you see them, you're like, it looks so simple, like loaded for kacha, but there's, so, there's something there. There's something about the way they're doing it that is special. I think another one that's particularly special is a soft spot for you and I as major Bobka fans is a hazelnut Bobka, which you can only get in Elstonwick, which you mentioned in your story, they have been perfecting for quite some time. Tell us about the hazelnut bobka. Yes, I spoke to Franco about a week before they opened and he said that the head chef was still not happy with the bobka recipe and he wasn't sure if it was going to be there on opening day, but she perfected it and it's really something else. Describe for people who don't know what a bobka is. What is a bobka? Yes. So, well, this is a bit of a twist on the bobka. So this is um, a small, it's sort of like a bun almost. I unfortunately had to share it, but I think you could eat the whole thing by yourself. Um, and yeah, most bubka doesn't have hazelnut through it. So this has a beautiful layer of like pretty thick hazelnut through it. And 
I think everyone needs to get their hands on it. It's selling out fast. I've only managed to get my hands on it once and I'd like to eat it again. We have a few photos on the site. There's one of a pair of hands opening up what I believe is the bobka. It's like melted hazelnutty chocolate coming through that pastry. Yes, that is it. And I think it it sounds quite intense, but it actually doesn't taste, you know, it's not, I mean, it's a heavy pastry, but it's not too heavy. I definitely could have eaten the whole thing by myself. And there will be a lot of people in that area, of course, you know, bubkas are a Jewish treat, a beautiful Jewish pastry. And there will be people in that area. There's a big Jewish community who I'm sure will come in, have opinions and probably be turned by this small little treat. Absolutely. And that sounds like that's been the biggest seller. Yeah, I think that's the biggest, that's the best seller of um, bakery. So we're very lucky that she perfected the recipe in time for opening day. But you need to get in early if you want one. Yes, I would recommend going early or maybe going early on a weekday. I think the weekends are the big sellout days. They've also created a lemon passion Danish, which is a bit of a departure from a carrot cake inspired Danish that they have in Collingwood. Did you see that one when you were there? Yes. So I have tried that one as well. I've tried many things. So the carrot cake one hasn't come across. This is sort of the replacement for that with Elsterwick. It's lemony. It's got passion fruit. It's very zesty. Um, And yeah, it's a delicious Danish. So can you eat in here? So not yet. There's plans to extend to some outdoor seating. So that should be coming soon. Um, Otherwise, it's takeaway only for now. And I think that if you grab a loaded focaccia and a coffee and you head to the park across the road, that's an ideal weekend morning. Perfect. Now, they say that they are really going to be also guided by the community in terms of what goes on that menu. That sounds like something we've heard before. It's true when it comes to To Be Frank. Can you tell us about the Dulce de Leche pastry story that happened in Collingwood? Lauren and Franco absolutely listened to the community and I think that's very clear. There was a Dulce de Leche pastry inspired by something Franco used to eat as a child. It's sort of a play on an Argentinian pastry and it was introduced as a special in Collingwood and then sort of got taken off the menu and there was outcry from everyone. And it is now a permanent menu item in Collingwood and Elstonwick. And that's another one that I recommend getting your hands on. Um, and yeah, there's already been requests in Elstonwick for challah to be added to the menu. Absolutely. I think, yeah, there's a big Jewish community around there and we love our challah. Um, one woman has brought her favourite challah, I'm not sure where it was from, to Franco and asked him whether he can recreate one. Um, so that might be something we see down the line. He's keen to give it a try. To be frank, Elstonwick is at 24 to 26 Riddell Parade in Elstonwick. It's open Wednesday to Sunday for now, though there are plans to extend to a seven-day week in the future. They're open from 7.30am till 3pm. If you want one of those hazelnut bubkas, you should probably get there at 7.30am. Absolutely. I'll be there. Thanks, Ruby. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. I'll be back again on Wednesday. Chat then.